All right, we're jumping right in. Good morning. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good day, good morrow, good vibes. And all of the above. And all of the above. Yes, and good below, vibes. And to the left, and to the right. I like it. I'm feeling super inclusive right now. Good. <laughs> <laughs> everybody, anybody, come one, come all. Did we say everybody? I don't know, did we? I, Every, well, we should. Everybody. Everybody. Every, everybody. To the Moaka Media podcast. That's right. Men of a certain age. Correct. Podcast. Two men of what we refer to as a certain age. Yes. Having talks. The talks. The talks. The talks. Of how we view the world. And um, I am... Just loving all the feedback that we're getting. It's been so cool. Uh, So here we are continuing. How was your week, George? It was... My week was great. Like, yeah. After the conversation that we had on Sunday, I was just coasting. I had a very good week. I got a lot of work done. My fitness was great. Um... The consistency was good. Um, yeah, it was. I it was like it was an A week. How was your week, Carlos? <laughs> <laughs> my week, my week was shit. Oh yeah. no! I had a very different experience after our talk on Sunday because. Mm-hmm. Our talk led to other talks in my life on that Sunday where I was made to realize that I had lost balance in my life. Oh, no. Yeah. And even even with, you know, the time management implementation, it's just coming to the realization that one person can only do so much and have their hands in so many things at once and to the point where you are everywhere except for where you are supposed to be does that make sense uh i mean i guess i need some context and i'll let you decide how deep you want to go like Um, not being present in the things i'm doing right so if i'm like literally what we were talking about last week absolutely so like if i'm you know if i'm uh, playing a gig i'm thinking about work if i'm at work i'm thinking about the gig that i need to you know prepare for or if i'm working on tact mind stuff i'm thinking about you know work and uh you know if i'm thinking about the podcast well it's not happening now because my week got better but it could have happened where I'd be here in the podcast and thinking about all the other things I have going on. Mm -hmm. So I was made to realize that, and it was a really hard realization, but it was, I had a great, it didn't feel great in the moment, but I had a great conversation with my wife about it. And Wait, so here's, so so you had an opportunity to, practice what we preach i had an opportunity to practice what we preach and 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 that opportunity was presented to you by the universe the universe as a way to like revisit things that you may feel like you had mastered but maybe maybe not maybe not wow wow oh no wow oh wow yeah yeah So I had to really become objective 
And I had to, I realized that I have to slow down. And here's the thing is that I've always had a fear of slowing down because I always felt that I was just going at the same pace as everyone else. What? I mean, I feel like I know the reasons why you were doing what you were doing. Um, and do you... Like, what was the impetus? Like, what was the... Dri- there must have been, a, like, a driving force to to make you, like, so... Like... Over-the-top busy? Yeah. Yeah, I... I uh, there there was. I mean, there's always the... the I, I narrow it down to a, to I mean, a few things. I mean, you don't strike me as the kind of person that starts projects for just the, for just the purpose of starting projects. Right. No, no, no. I follow... You know, I so see there's through. There's got to be, like, a goal in mind or something that you want to do. Right. Um, and and I think a lot of it's it's the combination of career because I need to take my career to the next step, which is why I'm opening up this private practice. Okay. Uh, and you know I also think the the income part, like having multiple streams of income concept, uh-huh. right, uh, is important to me. Along with the not pressure, but the drive to save because Lauren and I wanna wanna move and we wanna purchase a home. Sure. And 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 you know and obviously save and start. Focusing Focusing on the future and things like that. So, so is it safe to say that in your head you have this like goal in your mind of of like of of success and the success is, you know, professional and and financial in order to achieve you know to get to that house that you want, right? Right. So then you like make all these decisions and you make all these plans because that's the goal because you're like that's where I want to go. Yeah. And so everything kind of just shifts towards that one slice of the pie exactly yes um and then i guess what ended up happening was someone was like hey um this the other slices of the pie were like hey hey what's going on over here um what about me exactly and so I'm alluding to the pie. I'm, I'm alluding to the image that you sent me earlier today. Yes. The wellness wheel. Yeah. Yeah. You want to talk about that? Yeah, sure. Sure. Go for the, it. the wellness wheel. Well, the wellness wheel. Let me look it up. The wellness wheel consists of. So it's a pie chart that consists of uh, evenly split pie of exercise, positive attitude, stress, mastery, nutrition, interpersonal communication, spirituality, Financial competence, which is very different than just financial wealth, right? I don't it, think so. So, well, financial competence is what you do with your money, and wealth is how much of it you have. Is wealth a, pie, a slice of the pie? Yeah. Well, no, it's it, not. It's not. It's I a would, financial competence. So, yeah, I guess we'll. I would yeah, put it there. We'll put it there. Relationships, career satisfaction, social support. So those are those are the the pieces of the pie of and the we'll wellness post that wheel. image to the to the Instagram so people can see what we're talking about. Absolutely, yeah. So all of uh, yeah, you're right. All of my energy went to like one piece of the pie, and I started ignoring the other pieces of the pie. So because you were out of balance, I was out of balance. Yeah, absolutely, a hundred percent. So it 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 for the first time ever. I was able to just stop and slow down and I started like observing others and I started having conversations with others and and everyone just kind of looked at me and said, yeah, dude, you're one of the busiest people I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
nodding my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And that's the, and that was that same face that I got too. Like everyone's looking at me like, uh, I thought you knew this about yourself. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like, yes, please slow down for everyone's sake, you know? Really? People told yeah. you to slow down? Yeah. Everyone's like, well, you definitely, I've all, I had one person earlier this week say, honestly, I've never, it always seems like you have it all together, so I, n- I never felt the need to say anything, sure. but I always questioned, how does he do it? How does he do it? How does he find time? Because, you know, I, it's it's evident, to, especially people at the gym, it's evident to them that I, that I spend a lot of time with my kids. I'm around for my kids a lot, and then I still manage to make a living, right? I still manage to play music. I still, you know, so in, in the eyes, so they, they're like, wow, like, I have one thing to focus on and my family, and I feel like that's enough, and I'm thinking... That should be me. You never struck me as the person that uh, wastes time. Definitely not. You know, so I don't I don't ever hear you talking about, you know, I don't know, like you vegging out and like watching television or it doesn't happen. Your 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 life is is your life is is like is scheduled by all of the things that you've scheduled yourself for. Absolutely. And so you just kind of go from, you know, moment to moment, event to event, gig to gig, you know, place to place. Yeah. And that's like your life. And and part of that is being a father. Part of that is being, you know, a therapist. Part of that is being, you know, a fitness enthusiast. Um, And so I don't, I never looked at it as you being too much. I always just thought like you have this, you have divided your 24 hours in a day um, your way. Exactly. You but know? it backfired on me. I designed it. It's a result of my own design. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, that's the way I, that I mean, it, listen, I don't, I'm not your, I'm not your significant other. So I know that what it's like to have my significant other tell me things about me and me having to like, look at it and decide like how true of that, is, how much of that is mine to own and how much of that is theirs and their feelings to own and to them to reconcile, you yeah. know, like, like I, there's moments where I feel like David is working a lot. Um, but I also know that David is the kind of person that does that. And so I can bring it up to him. If I see, if I start to see a negative impact like on his health, because it becomes a stress situation, um, I will bring it up to him. You know, like, yeah. you know, I, I'm like, I don't, I don't see what you're doing as being worth the amount of angst that it's causing you. I never saw angst in you. Right. Um, so to me, it all seemed like everything was great. Yeah, exactly. But like, you know, if the person, you know, if, 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 if Lauren doesn't, it feels like you're not spending time with her and she's like, Hey, I miss my man. Um, and you're giving the world all of your time. And I feel like I'm being taken for granted because the only time I see you is when you crash at the end of the night and we're both in bed next to each other, but we're not there because she's doing work stuff and you're doing work stuff. And it's, yeah, I could see how she'd be like, uh, this is a problem. Yep. Yeah. So, and given that she's the most important person to me in my life, I took action right away. And I, and, and not only that, but she knows me so well that she's, she's batting a hundred with me. Like anytime she's called something out, she's called something out in the future. She said, this is going to be a problem. When, when I started, when I picked up yet another thing and I, and I became an, um, a diagnosis specialist for a local clinic here. She just said, that's wonderful. I was like, guess what? They, 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 they hired me. They want me to do it. And she was like, yeah, they would be stupid to not hire you. That's not the problem. 
the problem is that this is going to cause you a lot of stress. And I see it coming. And she was absolutely right. So, so I basically resigned this past week from that. Okay. Yeah, because now I'm going to focus on my... This is when you were like running around, like having to leave the gym to go somewhere else and do other stuff. Yes, that that that's other the stuff? one. Yeah, that's that oh, other but I'm stuff. I'm glad because I spent last time with you too. Yeah. Now I decided that. It's a good idea. Yeah, it's a good idea, right? <laughs> I felt the same way. Yeah, and, and you know who else felt the same way? Well, my two kids, but my youngest son... When I told him, I said, I said, look, there's going to be some changes, good changes. So I resigned from this place, basically, and and uh, we're not going to have to be running around or anything like that. And my 10-year-old son puts his hand on my shoulder and says, you must feel like there's like a 300-pound weight lifted off your shoulders. Did he really use he, those words? He did. He's he a did. really insightful young he really boy, is. little he, boy. Yeah, he is. And I was like, you're right. Yeah, I feel really great. Um, and then, so then I have, uh, I'm really excited about tact mine and we have the seminar today and, and that's where my focus should be. And, and, and my other public speaking engagements and music and that's it. Guys, Carlos is in his, I mean business outfit, but it's not his, I mean tact mine business outfit because that's another outfit he's going to wear. He's in his jeans. He's in this nice, like button down short sleeve. He looks very cool. looks very ready to do stuff. But when I asked him like, Oh, is this what you're looking? He's like, Oh no, this is not what I'm wearing for the seminar. I'm wearing something completely different for the seminar. And I'm like, wait, so did you just wear this for me in this podcast? And you said yes. Yes, I did. I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah. Wow. I like to get and it all all this started when I started working from home. When I started working from home, my my father-in-law said, he just gave me a piece of, of advice. He said, you know, the, the best piece of advice I can give you as somebody who worked from home for many years is get ready to go to the office. Don't don't try to just shift from bed in your pajamas to work mode like shower, get ready, get dressed, put your shoes on. Don't be barefoot. Drink your coffee, make your coffee, you know, and and get to work. And when I started doing that, it was a game changer. He was, abso- he was absolutely right. So that's so that stuck with me. It stuck with me even for the podcast. Like I'm getting ready to record this podcast i'm not just schlepping you know kind of like all right hey what's up george you know i kind of open the door like hey come in like you know whatever like i'm like showered i'm fresh and i'm like let's do this you know and that's how i handle you know and then for tact mind since it's in the gym and it's fitness and mental health i'm gonna have my more upscale fitness clothes leisure at leisure yes so good i I love it i went to lululemon yesterday and got myself a pair of shorts and i'm very excited and that's what i'm gonna be wearing today and you'll see when you go. Yeah. Are you going to be there? I will see. <laughs> Through pictures. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Got it. Got it. So I, I balanced it out and I became more objective. And I looked at that wellness wheel that we're going to post um, on our on our Instagram. Uh, and I took a good look at it and I said, wow. Okay. So thankfully it was short-lived. We caught it in time. And I can start kind of maneuvering myself in time in a more manageable way. And I think that just, I don't know what expectations I had of myself and a lot well, I mean, of you want to make money survival mode. Yeah. You yeah, were yeah. Just like I'm going to make, a, I'm going to work really, really hard to make all this money. And it's only going to be for a short period of time because you don't, you really just want to like, you know, 
pad the cushion so that you have, I guess, whatever you have, what you need. You have a goal in mind. And so once you reach the goal, then, you know, you can scale back. Exactly. You know, we're in a position, David and I are in a position now where we feel like we need to cut some costs. And so we're starting to look at areas where we can scale back a little bit um, in order for us to, like, catch up with some unexpected uh, expenses that we had in this last year. Um, And, you know, at the beginning, it was like, let's take a hatchet to everything. So we just like chop, chop, chop. Chop. Right, right. But then it's like an we impulsive said, thing. Then, like, let's yeah, just clean like, house. Oh, look, like, let's just clean house. Five hundred dollars a month in here, and we're gonna. Do we need cable? No, we don't need cable. <laughs> no. Oh, and oh, this cell phone plan is very expensive. What's the cheap? We don't need that. We don't do that. Let's chop that. Who chop, needs chop, data? Chop, chop, chop. chop. <laughs> and um, and so then you like look at it. You're like, wow, we can be saving like you know twenty thousand dollars a year. Incredible. <laughs> and it's like, all right, well then now let's look at what that's gonna look like. And we're like, oh yeah, that's not sustainable. Like, that's not. That's not realistic. It's not realistic, you know. Um, and and so yeah, you know, I I understand. I understand what that is. Um, yeah. And I, re- I mean, you've already mentioned to me, and you've talked about it before, how um, when it comes to money, that is definitely a source of stress for you. Yeah, it's absolutely. always been a source of stress for you. And so whenever money comes around, and I think money is, and I, maybe this is like Moaka on money, but I do see that money being a cause of stress for a lot of people. Like I see it in David. Yeah. You know, when the bills start to pile up and you feel like all you're doing is working to pay off your bills and you're never catching up or you don't have an opportunity to save for whatever it is that you want to save for a house, a vacation, um, whatever. Whatever, yeah. Uh, Christmas presents, you sure. know, all those things that we want to be able to do. Um, and feel like for whatever reason we can't because it's just, we're just like working to maintain the life that we have, which is lovely. Right. It's a great life. Yeah. Yeah. And privileged. And 100%. It's not in that, but it's like, you know, there's, we, we want a little more. Exactly. So you turn on the engines and start doing more. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is that there's still only 24 hours in a day. That's like the you don't problem. get more time. And so what part of that, what slice of that pie is going to, uh, lessen as sure. you try to, you know, expand other parts. I like in the wheel was good. I, the image that I always had was how many plates I can keep spinning. Like, have you seen the, the, the circus acts where people yeah. like spin plates like in the carnival? Yeah. And so it's like, it's easy to split, you know, to spin maybe like a couple big plates, but the smaller they are and the more you stack up, it's like, Oh, gotta go over here. Gotta go over there. Gotta go over here. And if you make, if you decide that one plate needs to be a little bit bigger, you need to spend more time on it to keep it going. The little ones are going to like start to fall apart. That's a good, yeah, that's, um, a, that's a good way of looking at it too, so though. It's kind of like, how much time are you spending on each spinning plate to keep everything going? And how many can you keep up in the air before, you know, one falls? And usually the way it works is like if one falls, like three or four fall. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because like my my initial reaction, and I'm going to use this opportunity to thank you because I was I was vulnerable and I shared, which is something that. I hadn't done before. I was down about it, and I said, "Hey, I'm going through some stuff, you know." And uh, that was very unlike me. And you were very, you know, you empathized, and you were very understanding and kind. So, thank you. Thank we you did for something. That. We, I, you and I took pages out of each other's book because I noticed that there was something up, and instead of just letting you 
like figure it out on your own because I knew that you could and that's kind of how I do things. I did like reach feel like I reached out as like are is everything okay? When yep. I knew it's not okay, but it's like or are we good or hey, how are you? <laughs> right, right, right. I got it. You know, it's like I think I started that text message at least six times. I'm like, no, I'm not gonna say that. No, I'm not gonna hey, how are you? How's it going? <laughs> How's it going? Right, right. Thank this, you for like that. giving you the like this is me like opening cracking open the door like, okay Carlos, <laughs> this is the opening that I'm giving you to 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 unleash right right no yeah no i and i and i appreciate that and and yeah i just i had a professor uh in my master's program say one time that to a lot of men to most men the only thing that is more important than sex is their ability to earn a living and money and that stuck with me. And I don't know. I've never researched if there's any research on that. What I don't know. But but the fact that he said that because I was like, man. And when I it helped me a lot because I see that I see that a lot in in, in males uh, specifically. And I'm not you know not saying that women aren't money driven. Of course they are. But with guys, it affects them like emotionally when that inability or like when it's not enough or when they're made felt that maybe I'm not making enough or I don't have enough for that extra stuff mm-hmm. like saving for a house or like, you know. Um, and so it's it's really, you know, it's, it's interesting because like I felt like I became like, well, I don't want to say that. I don't want to use the word victim, but I kind of I fell into that. Like I was like, oh, my gosh, like, oh, what do we need? Oh, we want to save for this. All right. That's all you have to say. Mm, all the engines are going, you know, and next thing you know, I'm playing three music gigs a week and doing all this other stuff that we already talked about and all at the same time and being here, being there. My oldest son said, I'm so happy because I feel that in the last month, all I hear you say is, come on, guys. Come on, guys. Let's go. Let's go, guys. Come on, guys. Let's go, guys. Come on, guys. Let's go. Let's go, guys. And I was like, all right. All right. All right. Point taken. All right. No. So, but yeah, I, I think that that could interfere and, and, and we really need to keep tabs on if we're, you know, filling all those buckets, right? If we're really paying attention to those, you know, pieces of the pie. I don't, I think it's impossible to manage, you know, all things all the time. Right. So there do there there needs to be like I feel like there's once you will like have the ability to, ability like once you've mastered the ability to accomplish or like to keep something going well and be consistent at it, you don't have to necessarily come back to it very often. You can just rely on it, you know, like yeah. when you understand um like I would say that you understand that if you go to CrossFit one once a week, five, six times a week, um, that's your fitness. And so as long as you yeah. like put that in, you don't have to think about it. It just becomes automatic pilot. And so that slice of your pie is like check. It's an easy check mark to like to to cross off, right? Right. You know, you know if you've got your if you have a co parenting schedule and you maintain that schedule, check. Uh, if you um, if you if you make sure that you just you know you've been doing you've been tracking your macros. You've been successful for at least one week, so you know what that looks like. You can rinse and repeat that week over and over again. Yeah, yeah. it may be mundane as far as like the flavor of the food or like you know. Oh yeah, exhaustion. sure, of course. But for the most but part, you do it. when 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 life is busy. There's things that you can rely on to maintain that consistency so that your energies can be focused on the air place on the slices of the pie that do need a little bit more TLC. Right. Right. Absolutely. You know, yeah. and so I don't think well, 
while the image to me was like, okay, that's a really good way of looking at it. I don't think you can theoretically like, if you only spend like, let's say there's ten slices, right? That's twenty percent of of every. No, that's ten percent of everything. So if if every piece is worth ten percent, and that puts together hundred percent of a person, I mean, like you can't only spend ten percent of your time looking at a ten percent part of your life. Does that exactly. make sense? Of course, absolutely. Or like with with music, where. It, you know, if, if I ever have a music uh, piece of the pie, it's also divided up into physical energy and mental energy. So like that, the the songs are already memorized. I've been I already know how to play the song. So me going and playing, it's not like, oh, my God, I need to prepare and I need to like rehearse. And it's like five hours of rehearsal a week and blah, blah, blah. No, no. Like I've gone a month without rehearsing and just jumped right into a yeah. gig without a problem. But it's the time consuming part. So that is it's about the time that I'm at a show, which is usually a Friday or Saturday night that takes away time from my family. Mm-hmm. So but so I, I see what you're saying, because you can't really it, it, it as long. So maybe buckets are better or like. Whatever, whatever, whatever like, it I'm is. Just, not, but I'm, I agree with you 100. percent I think it's easy. F- I think it's easy for people to talk about the importance of balance, and then you start to like look at everything that you have got to do, and like, oh, I need to be balanced. And so the notion of balance isn't about splitting the time evenly amongst all the areas of your life. Um, it's just. I think ensuring that when you're whatever, a part of that, it's like what you said, what you were doing is whatever it is that you're doing, are you present in that moment? Right. Are you all there? You know, you're giving your attention to the thing that you're doing at the time so that once it's done, you can move your attention to the next thing that needs to ha- that needs to happen, which is whether it be your relationship, your relationship with your loved ones, with uh, your work, uh, your, you know, the time that it takes making sure that your bills are paid on time so that you are able to like, you know, live the life that you want to live. Right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's hard. And, and, and it, I think that we reach that balance based on a feel, you know, because like because like I, I like this week, for example, like when I, f- I felt everything was falling apart. So I said, let me focus on the things I do have control over. And those two things that, that I felt I had control yeah. over were the attention I paid to my wife and our relationship. Yeah. And because I said, you know what? If we have to live in a cardboard box, there's nobody else I'd rather live in a cardboard box with. So everything can fall apart. This is more important to me. So I spent time with her and I kept excellent, immaculate track of my nutrition. And those are the two things because I'm like, you know what? My world could be falling apart behind me, but these two things (laughs) I have control over. So what was the? So my wife and I have had a beautiful week, amazing week. And. I'm. I think I've since I started with Danielle with the nutrition. I think I've dropped like four pounds already and okay. feeling good. So, so those are. But but see, my point was is that that's a feel. Like I'm like okay. So I know that I'm present in these two things, and I know that this is good now. And then now I have to. How do I feel this way about everything I'm doing? And once you feel this way about everything you're doing, where you can be present, like you said, then that to me is balance. When you can achieve that, sure, you know, and um, and which it, is like a lifelong goal to have, like yeah, that, that, and that's what we finished off with last in the last episode is that this is why it's always an ongoing process, right? Yeah, yeah, it's an ongoing process. I mean, it's it's it it, it, it never it doesn't end, and that so 
you know, I, I was, and I realized in listening to the podcast, because yes, I do listen to our podcast after we record it. Yeah. Not only for editing, but actually for pleasure. Um, and, and yeah, it's like, okay, I went against my own advice and I wasn't enjoying the journey. I'm sorry to interrupt, but mm. David's calling me. I need to take this call. Of course. Get it, man. Where are you? I'm at Carlos's house. Oh my God, there was a huge accident on Bird Road. I just got to the gym and you're not here. I thought you were here. And then all I can think of was that you're dead on the bird oh, on Bird Road. No. You know how my mind gets. No, I'm, I'm at Carlos's house recording a podcast. A legitimate though. Those connections I think are legitimate. I mean, I would, I would, I would come to those I conclusions. I would never, ever, ever have that thought. You wouldn't have that thought. I don't. Yeah, no. If I no, I would never like see someone. First of all, if I, you saw ambulances on the corner of your house as you're coming back home from work, you wouldn't think that maybe something's related to David. Possibly, no. I no. don't make. I don't go there until I admire it's that. time to go there. I admire. I that. could see ambulances parked in front of my house, but there's literally three other houses. So in my house, in my head, it's like it's not our house. Unless I see the people like running into my house. Then that's an issue. <laughs> then it's like, oh, something's going on in the house. David has killed somebody <laughs> because they broke in. There's nothing wrong with David. Right. I don't put David in a, I don't put my loved ones in a really bad situation until that threshold is literally being crossed. That is so healthy. That's amazing. That's, I, that is like, that, like that is something that I personally another ongoing struggle thing that i'm always aware of and and something that that i have a hard time getting my patience to reach and to achieve that is really huge because i witnessed an not i didn't witness an accident there was an accident um close to dolphin mall today when i was coming back from my storage space and obviously nothing to do with my family but my mind already takes me to like oh my gosh i hope that when my kids start driving they never get in a car accident like sure. that and blah 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 and then oh my gosh you know That's and it's natural. like oh my gosh and i'm like but but then i think dude like they they're not going to be driving for another four years why are you tormenting yourself now <laughs> like you know what i mean I, it's th funny I'm, I, that's definitely something that's i think unique to a parent um that only a parent could relate to um because I've heard it from other parents. Like I heard it from my parents. My mother would when I I remember growing up and listening to not listening to her and her friend like her childhood friends talk about this woman who was very fearless and you know like a unique and a leader and like you know Nora was like the leader of the group and she did whatever she wanted and she was you know I she didn't, no one ever said the word reckless everyone said the word fearless my mother had no fear no fear no fear and my I wouldn't say that my mom that I grew up with my mom being a fear, fearful person but there's definitely a lot Oh, she was a rule breaker also, too. She was like a rule breaker, anti-establishment. And in my mind, as my mom was a disciplinarian of our home. And so it was like all of the rules, like so many rules, you know, and, you know, being worried about where I was, who I was with, what time I was coming home. And the reason why all these rules were set in place was to keep us safe. And so I asked my mom, like, you know, there's this Nora out in the universe that existed that was fearless, you know, uh, rule, you know, anti-establishment, rule breaker, questioning of society, da da, da 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 Like, what happened to that woman? And she says to me, I had a kid. She's like, I had you. And all of a sudden, all of the fears that I'd never had became 
all about protecting you. I was Ooh. never scared for myself, but the thought that something could happen to you could break would break me. And that was something that I was scared of. And I can't relate to that because I'm not a parent, but I felt really sad for her in that moment because I can't imagine having that amount of fear that's so consuming that you could be broken by someone hurting someone that loves you. Right. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. And I get a little bit of that now because I feel like if someone really wanted to hurt me, they would hurt like my animals or like, or my loved ones. And so I do get that part of it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I feel that part to me was like, whoa, oh, oh, oh that was that was heavy. Yeah. Fuck, yeah, mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, that, that is heavy. But it's true. I mean, it's true, and that's the thing. I mean, that and that's the reframing that in the parenting component is so tough because I have to, you know, reframe myself and say, all right, well, I'm I'm gonna die one day, and they're gonna be. They need to, you know. Wait, do people able- know what we're talking about right now? Because we took a left hand turn. Oh yeah, we did, didn't we? So what happened was, so we yeah. had to stop recording the podcast because my husband called right and he called me because he was so he calls and i don't pick up the phone so then he calls again which leads me to believe that something is going on and i have to pick up the phone call and you did the right thing so by I picking picked up. up the phone i asked carlos to stop the recording i picked up the phone call and it was david very panicking like asking me where i was so i tell him i'm here at carlos's house and we're recording this podcast and then he proceeded to tell me about having seen a car accident on the street. And he believed that I was I was at the gym because he didn't get the message that I was coming here. And so when he got to the gym and didn't see me there, he immediately thought that I was part of that terrible accident on the street. So he was calling to make sure I was OK. And so that's what that was. And that's what led us to this, to this part point of the, of the yeah. parenting. But yeah. yeah, I mean, um, so the, the, yeah, that's, I'm glad you picked up the call though. Uh, that was the right thing to do for sure. Uh, I, no, I, I like, um, tomorrow my kids start uh, jujitsu with, um, Aleman with uh-huh. coach Aleman, uh, over at Seoul. So like, that's like ways for me, like feel better about as a parent with that, like just prepare them for that. But, um, but if we were to, um, if we were to digress back to what we were talking about mm-hmm. before about balance, right? Um, it's, do you think this is, uh, I'm going to go with a bold question. Go here. for it. Do you think men struggle with balance more than women or no? Or do you think it's an even plane? Uh, I think it is an even playing field. Yeah. I think that th- I think that that struggle is something that is not unique to one gender or another. Um, I think that if you are like just walking around on this earth um, and have, you know, a conscious mind or like or not. Yeah. Or you're just like like a human being on this planet. um, You're going to struggle with the idea of balance Um, because we are especially like. I'd say in this country, we're bombarded with with images and information and ideas all the time. And they're pulling us away from the moment that we're in. So we're constantly being pulled out of our conscious state by, you know, the things that we listen to, the images that we see, the conversations that we have. Um, I think when you live in a consumerist world, like so anyone like, you know, living in what they, like the Western cultures or where there is like opportunities and you've got like different kinds of levels of wealth and wealth disparities. I think it's, it's a lot easier to be pulled out of your sense of balance because people like want to work, work, work to achieve more, to acquire more, to have more success and to be rich and famous and whatever those like 
things that are aspirational, right? Mm, yeah. And so that pulls you out of balance because instead of being like focused and, you know, grateful for the life that you do have, uh, you become, you know, you can become consumed with or obsessed with, you know, the one that you don't, the things that you don't have. Right. So it's like, where is your mindset? Is it in your present state? Is it, you know, on gratitude? Um, or is it on, you know, the thing focused on the things that you don't have and you want in order to fill whatever you've got going on? Yeah. I mean, that's I know that true. was like a super, like, no, broad, deep answer, but I don't think good. it's a it unique perfect. experience to male or women, male or female, because it's like the single person can say, oh, I wish I just had, you know, a, a, I could find love. So it's like love, 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 and they're like all in on love. And so, the, but then it's like, oh, I don't get love because I look a certain way or, or, or whatever. So then it's like I'm all consumed with changing my body uh, in order to get the love. So then you you go all in on that. Right. Instead of just like kind of like working all things at all times. Because, again, you have the every you wake up in the morning and it's you, you, you have you make choices, you know. Sure, sure. And so if you start to like string together like all these good choices together um, or better choices to get little by little. Over the course of time, you, I don't know, you seem, I feel like you have the opportunity to acquire or to get closer to the things that you want to do, which instead of being like all in on one thing and, you know, negligent on all the other parts or other, other slices of that pie, um, you can have more of it, you know? Sure. No, absolutely. Because if like you only build 10% of your life, then there's 90% of your life that you're not building. So if you spend a little bit of time every day building every slice, eventually you're going to be able to fill the whole pie sooner. Yep. Does that make sense? It makes sense. You're making it. No, no, I agree with you a hundred. You're making perfect sense. And I'm I'm happy to hear you say that. You can do a little bit of fitness. You can eat a little better. Mm -hmm. You can meditate a little bit more. You can... And 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 these are options. I mean... We live in, in a culture of, of this is these are all choices it, like we for sometimes we forget how privileged we are that these are the options that we deal with. Like the, we have this available to us, you know, like, oh, I can I can manage my nutrition more. Right. Like like that. We live in a society where that's that's an option. Oh, my problem is that there's too much food. Right. <laughs> like, like, you know, things like that. I the reason for my question though it's actually culture specific um, because in in what I've noticed not only growing up um, and I grew up my my mom you know strong character mom very quiet dad type household uh, and in the Hispanic culture I feel that we g- grow up hearing a lot of you know well you're like this because you're a boy boys are like that you know oh yeah you lose track of things because you know los hombres son así right um and and a lot of i've heard a lot of it now be you know very specific to oh yeah like boys boys have more of a tendency for adhd for example um there's higher diagnosis with that oh it's it's because girls are smarter and it and it turns out it has nothing to do with intelligence right it has everything to do with learning style boys learn very differently than than girls right so once the school system removed recess right then all of a sudden the adhd 
diagnosis in boys went up, right? So so we grow up hearing these things like, oh yeah, you know, that's why you need and you, and in my case it's it stands true now based on the week I've had and and my relationship with my wife is this what I'm about to describe, but but it's not always the case where it's like, oh yeah, um that's why you need to have a, a good woman or, you know, a good significant other to bring you back in balance. Uh, and and culturally I've heard like, oh yeah, but that's you know, women are better than with that than men are. And and I'm like, well, I don't know, because I have the same view that you have. Like I think we're all facing these options that we have in our life and everything that's available to us. And we're all gonna choose what you know, we're gonna pick from that catalog of life mm-hmm. and then we're gonna choose what we fill our plate with, mm-hmm. and then we're all gonna have to find a way to balance everything that's on our plate. Okay. Uh, I think that you have a lot of the decisions that we make and the choices that we make and the views on life that we have are shaped by our own experience. Sure. Right. And so if for a person who for a man of a certain age uh, who have been whose only experience in conditioning has been uh, a very like segregated gendered experience because culturally that's how their parents were raised and their parents were raised and their parents were raised they come to believe that to be correct right and true yeah right yeah um and I'll, I'll just say it. I don't feel like they're at fault for that because your experience is your experience. I don't think it's a right or wrong thing. It just is your unique experience. Um, it's an excellent point. That's uh, an know, excellent point. I didn't have that experience. Um, I wasn't, I didn't have that experience. Um, maybe there was a lot of like, you know, there was a lot of like, gender normative like language used in the house Mm. but uh, no there wasn't not in mine um and it's not because my parents are super progressive because they are not (laughs) they are not that um you know there was there was a lot of there was a lot of sense of traditionalism in that my it was my parents my parents are still married together so i grew up in a two-parent household um my, my father was the primary breadwinner my mother was a stay-at-home mom um and so there's when it comes to like you know traditional like views or what a traditional household looked like it it was that but, you know, my mom, you know, is like a super inquisitive, curious person. So she always found, was out there reading different source material, you know, all different types of things. And so she was open to information. It wasn't like a one strict thing. You know, we didn't grow up in we didn't grow up in the church. So there wasn't like a guideline or a book by which we had to, like, live our life, which right. for me, I would say was a was very very was very good for me because i did come out of the closet when i was 16 years old and that would that that would have made it a much and worse it, not worse but a, it would have made it a bad situation it would have not been it would have been very difficult for me to grow up in a super traditional super like catholic upbringing um being told by everyone in my community which at that you know if if it would have been different for me it would have been you know my parents and the parish being told that homosexuality is a sin you are wrong good god you know god 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 first right it would have been very difficult for me to like have the feelings that i had and then being told that you are wrong for that right i didn't have that experience you know so i'm super super lucky uh but um 
but I never, I mean, you know, I also don't understand what it's like to have like any kind of like transgendered experience where I, I always knew that I was a boy and I liked other boys. It was never that I was wanted to be, that I felt femme or feminine or wanted to be a girl. You know, I never wanted to, that never felt like I was out of my, out of my body or out of my place. Um, so I'm not going to speak to that because it's not my experience. I don't understand it. Um, and I mean, I understand the whys behind it. Like I've done enough, I've done enough research on it and I've read it up enough about it to be able to like, but it's not my story. So what I will say though, is that if your experience, you look at the world with the experience that you have, right? So it's like you're conditioned to think in certain ways because of how you were raised. And so if you feel like if you were told that, you know, eso no se hace porque, you know, you don't do those like little, like boys don't cry. Oh yeah, you that's know? right. Yeah, and you hear that, and it, it, you grow up with that. Then it becomes part of your. It becomes part of your your makeup. Your, your it's makeup, your who thinking. you are. Yeah, you, you become conditioned to think that way. So all you know is what your parents told you, and like they're the ones that basically like guide the ship until right. you're what eighteen, twenty one. Yeah. So you're like that's already those blueprints are hardwired, and so if you. St- if, and then if you start to believe that to be true, all you do is you pass that on, mm-hmm. you know? And so whatever, I'm glad that I was raised with blueprints that, that, um, forced me to question and to be curious and to be inquisitive and to look and seek out information and then to draw my own conclusions. Yeah, definitely. You know, that's what I think has helped me become the kind of adult that I am today. Yeah. Um, that and like my own, like my own individual experiences out in the world after I left my parents' house. Right. You know, cause I was hardwired to think a certain way. And for a long time I did. And it wasn't until I went out into the world and started to like put those, you know, I put those opinions out there and I started to like balance them out with other opinions that I felt like there was like a little bit of a disparity. And the only reconciling I could do was a, like maybe I was wrong. To think this, you know, maybe it's not, it doesn't, something doesn't feel right here, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm not going to hold on to, well, that's how I was raised as my like barometer yeah, for your point being of reference. correct. Right, my, exactly. Bro, yeah, point of reference, you know, right. because, you know, like an easy way of looking at this is like looking at how like the law works, like just because something is legal doesn't make it right and just because because something is illegal doesn't make it wrong right you know what i mean it's just it has been decided and whatever so but that's what i that's kind of the way i feel about it like just because i think something to be true doesn't mean it's the only fucking way to do it or it's make it's a hundred percent correct or right you know yeah so uh, that's 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 why i love that i think maybe that's where it came from when you when you say there's no one way to live a life too you know like yeah yeah, because that came from you and i you know i've you know learned from you you know with that you know and uh and that's and i and, and i agree and i think that we i think we lose balance I think we all lose balance. I don't, I agree with you. I don't think it's, it's specific to gender. Uh, and I don't think it's fair for, you know, in certain cultures for, uh, to, to, to accuse, you know, the gender part, like, Oh, you know, yeah, women are like that. Yeah. Men are like that. Women are like that. No, like, I think we're all dealing with very similar struggles and we might interpret them differently and handle them differently. But I still think that balance, uh, like you said, in this part of the world affects everybody. 
everybody. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I think that, that constantly finding whatever works for you to achieve that balance, right. Is, is so important without having to reach these moments. Like, and I know it's idealistic, but yeah, ideally it would be good to go, you know, kind of modifying that balance in a way where you don't reach these huge pitfalls. Like the one I faced this past week, you know, where, you know, you, you, you know that you're filling every bucket the way you're supposed to be filling it and being able to acknowledge and detect when you're, you know, biting off more than you can chew. Uh, and, and I think that, that to be able to admit that is, I think the part where people trip. I think that's the part where people don't want to admit it. And again, just like you said, I am speaking strictly out of my own experience, sure. you know, because that's exactly what happened with me. It wasn't an issue of whether I could or couldn't. It was, I, I wasn't willing to admit it. And, and there's also maybe a little sense of pride, you know, a little sense of ego there where, when somebody would say, damn Carlos, I don't know how you do it. There was that little, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm the man. I'm the man. Yeah. Peacock, <laughs> right. I'm like peacocking and I'm like, that's right. You know, I can. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I anybody can like do that. it. Yeah. I just got it. Yeah. I'm a hustler, baby. I just want, want you to know. know. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I, yes. And then and so there was that yeah. ego and, and then and then to realize that I'm just like everyone not that I ever thought I wasn't like any everyone else, but to say it out loud is different. Say, man, you know, I'm I'm a regular dude just like everyone else. And you know it's inevitable that you're gonna be there again, right? Absolutely given my personality and my drive, yes. And, but like it's just like every we all Run into that. There's always going to be like hurdles that, you know, that are going to be crossed. Right. It's inevitable. Right. Right. right, You know how the question becomes is like, are you able to over, are you able to overcome it quicker? Sure. You know, instead of like, it's it's easy for us to get stuck at a, at a, you know, at, at a hard part, you know? Like you're struggling with your stuff. It's easy for you to like with that struggle, it starts to make you feel a certain way. And then those feelings can consume you. And then you just like, fuck my nutrition, fuck my fitness, fuck all this, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. I'm not going to do shit. Right. And then you throw everything out the window. And, and then that really throws you off balance. And what you've done now is like, you've like. You throw in the it's baby like a domino effect. Correct. It's like a domino effect. And you just say, fuck it all. Or like people are like, I'm just going to start everything from scratch. Yeah. Fuck all this. Fuck it all. Fuck everyone. Yeah. Starting again. Um, Pretend I don't exist. New journal. Yeah. New- <laughs> Delete my number. Pretend yeah. I don't exist. I'm going to start a right. whole new. Uh, yeah. I'm joining a new gym. I'm done. All these. Yeah. Control, and, all delete. And it, no. and it just doesn't work no. that way. It well, really, I mean, it's not it healthy could, to do it that it's way. It's not I healthy to do it that way. You know, it's, I think it's pathological to do it that way because then it's like, here we are, you and I, on this podcast, and, you know, we're, oh, we're great friends. And then all of a sudden, where did Cardos go? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, I just, I'm, I'm moving to Dubai. You know, like, I'm done. I, this is the new me. This is the new me. I'm at new beginnings. Yeah. <laughs> What's that movie with Julia Roberts? Love, eat, love. eat, pray, love. Uh, eat, pray, love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I've never watched it, but I'm assuming it has something to do with that where she just I just, just do the eat goes, part. Yeah, yeah. True, true. I'm on a foodcation this week. Oh, good for you, man. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, yeah. yesterday and today. Yeah. There you Then you had pizza last night? I did. From where? So I went to this place called A Pizza Brooklyn. Okay. It's in the Redbird Shopping Center next to Matsuri. Okay. And it's delicious. And you enjoyed it? I Very much so. All right. Well, I went I, with, I need to eat something like we went, yummy 
I had told David <laughs> I wanted to go out to dinner, so we called a friend and they joined us. And in my head, I was like, well, in my head, David and I were going to share pizza and like another dish. So like a pizza and a salad or like a pizza, like in some sort of like protein entree. And then it's like, it would have been fine. And then, but David goes, the, the, the waiter starts to talk about the specials of the evening. And one of those specials like really called him. So he's like, I want that. And I was like, fuck, he's not going to eat the pizza with me. So then I started to think about other things. And I was like, no, I just want this pizza. So I asked the waiter if there's a way for him to like, they had like, they have on their menu, they have a bunch of different styles of pizza. Right. But they don't have the option to build your own on the menu. So I asked like, hey, can I build my own? He's like, yeah, no problem. So I build like a pizza and it's like half cheese and then half with pepperoni and mushrooms. I know that David loves cheese pizza. And so if I get a whole pizza of pepperoni and mushroom, only I can consume that. Oh, but if I only, but if I get strategy. half of it, then David will consume at least, you know, there's five slices of that pizza that David can have, can dig into, which means that there's it's a good strategy. Yeah. Yeah. So that means that I'm definitely having five slices of pizza because I will be, David doesn't eat pepperoni. So I'm good with that part. But I may want to have like a slice of cheese, so I'll, just one is like fine. And sure enough, it worked out exactly the way I wanted to. And we took pizza home because I got full and I didn't want to eat all of it. And and David has that now for himself. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I I, I am uh, fucking killing I, it. I fucking killing, killing it. Yo. it. <laughs> <laughs> I had pizza last night. I'm living vicariously through you. <laughs> I oh my goodness. Okay, louder, louder, louder. There it is, there it is, there it is. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you know, and I I, I think that um, because I, I need to find my balance with that. So I'm, I need to find a way to include pizza in my macros because I'm going on, I'm, I'm going on two weeks. I'm going on two weeks with really clean, really good. Uh-huh. All right. So I want to be bad, but this is the challenge. So now I'm catching myself. I'm saying, okay, this doesn't mean you go and binge. It means you can enjoy pizza in a moderate three slices, two and a half. I listen. Five. My, do you want some advice? Yes. I would say if it opens up the Kraken, don't do it. That's a great piece Honestly, of advice. Like it's just don't do it. Like if you said that you want 16 weeks to see where you get to, so then I wouldn't do it. Or I would find like if if your pizza if your idea of pizza is like going to a joint and getting it, then you know, maybe you find a place that has like like you know, like there's that place Casolas that you can get a slice. So you go and you have a slice. Yeah. And just get your fix and, and done. then you're done. And instead of done. getting like the whole pie. Right, 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 um, right. Or maybe you buy you can there's I saw someone do this and I thought it was really fucking smart. You can ask um, any one of the pizza delivery services in and around town to deliver your pizza without cheese. And then you have your own like reduced fat cheese and then you actually measure out the cheese on your slice of pizza. That is genius. Right? And oh then you're like my baking God. your own. So then it's like, okay, you have Papa John's crust with like the sauce and whatever the toppings are that you get. And because it's not slathered in melted cheese, you can kind of measure it out, sort right. of. But then you buy like a reduced fat cheese, and you don't you you, you can control how much of that is going on to your portion. Damn. And then you so there's that, right? Um, if you really gotta go there, or like you just buy like you know you buy like store made dough, 
at the store and then you like roll it out and you have like a night you maybe you portion out like a individual pie and you do it with your kids and it becomes like a pizza night thing and you build it all and you know what you're eating exactly it's measurable yeah yeah that's balance right there. I think that's that kind of those would be balance the, right that's there. how I would do I pizza agree with night. you. I mean I, I I'm not I'm not as worried about it as you are. Um because I just it's not I'm okay with my nutrition right yeah. now. Yeah, well and not to mention that yesterday you lifted two hundred and thirty five pounds over your head and you made it look you, know what I'm gonna you do were today? so graceful and it looks your form was so good and all of us were like looking at you and we're like, Fuck. Fuck. Oh, we, were, we were just looking at each other. I'm looking at Chip. Chip's looking at James. James is looking at me. We're all looking at each other like, this. that's 100 pounds more than we lifted. <laughs> <laughs> you understand that I had spent literally like the six months of like of an entire year yeah, doing no, nothing I know, I know. but weightlifting. Yeah, no, and we know. And it, but but it, it was... It was beautiful to to watch, right? Because it was it's it's not like no matter how heavy it is, your form does not get compromised. You catch it, you catch you caught you 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 know you fully extended. You didn't press out. You know your feet in the squat were like at this perfect distance. Yeah, it, it was just it was great to watch. It felt very very good. It felt so good that you know what I'm gonna do today. Oh my gosh. I'm going to the weightlifting room today. You are? I am. And I think... When are you going? At what time? After we're done here. Oh, for real? Yeah. So you're going to stick around for the Tact Mind seminar? Well, I don't know about all that. Okay. But what I'm saying Damn. is that... I'm just going to keep trying. I'm going to keep poking. I'm going to keep poking. that I am going to go weightlifting after this. Because it felt really good. And I have this... Remember I told you that I wanted to do 120, 150? So that's in kilos. So it's like 265 pound snatch. And like three, I think it's three thirty-five pound clean and jerk is yeah. what those two numbers end up being. And yesterday, I did two hundred and thirty-five pound snatch, and so I feel like honestly, and you had the two forty-five. I think two sixty-five is a little aggressive, but two forty-five equals one hundred and ten kilos, and I've never done that, and I missed that at Pan Am's, and I got very close yesterday. I would say a, a step up from close. I feel like if I I made a I made a tactical error yesterday that was and I went I started the we so for people who don't know we yesterday we had a workout that was you had five minutes to achieve a one rep max snatch and right. you can take as many attempts as you want and you can load the weights however much you want but you only have five minutes to get the most weight lifted from the ground to overhead in one movement which is the snatch so I started the bar at 225, which is a little bit over 100 kilos. And I know that I can hit that any day of the week. So I warmed up all the way up. Three, two, one, go. I do the 225. It goes up. Great. What I should have done. Is go straight from there to 245. So straight to 245. Is just, just put the bar, load the weight on the bar, rested the amount of time that I actually rested, and then taking the 225. What I did was I did 235 with the goal of going up incrementally. Mm. And I feel like. You tired yourself out. I, maybe I tired myself a little bit and I rushed the rest from 235 to 245. You did. Because. You did. You. you I, you dropped the bar, and I swear to you, I turned around to do something, and I turned back around, and you were already attempting it. And even I, who do not, I do not know a lot about weightlifting or the weightlifting world, I was like, "Oh, too soon, 
too soon. Like, no, wait, because I mean, that's the one thing. I went to the weightlifting room one time, yeah, and I couldn't stand it because it was like three minutes between lifts, and yes. I'm there like tapping my foot, like uh, conditioned CrossFitter. Like, yes. okay, uh, what's next? I need to be doing something. Like, you want me to go do some pull ups while I wait? I mean, what do you want me to do? Like, I couldn't just sit down and don't you have know, a conversation. And that's why I always bring know? out the bench, uh, the little. The yeah, little I, I noticed that, and I'm like, sit. That's your cue to sit. That's your cue to, to, to rest. Sit down. So I was surprised when you didn't do that. So I agree with you. I think that if you were to go now, which you're going to, and you tried that 245 today, it's if you started or maybe do one warm-up set, but then like you started at that, I think you'll get it. We're not going to do that today. Okay, we fine. maxed out yesterday. Today, we're going to do percentage work. Okay, That's how that okay, works. We're okay. doing things in, you know, Sorry, smart. I got, I got, I got, we're I got balance. Over, yeah, you're balancing. We're okay. balanced. I, I just demonstrated my thought process and how I get ahead of myself. But what I like, you know what that tells me? It means that I haven't done any weightlifting. I've only been doing CrossFit. I have my body composition, my fat percentage has come down. Yes. You know, I've lost like 10 pounds and I'm still lifting as much weight as i was doing when i was doing only weightlifting, right um and feeling stronger about it and less like and less out of sorts so uh yeah i mean crossfit's yeah. working for me so yeah, i'm is. gonna keep on keeping good, on good 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 um so so yeah so i i like what we've talked about today mm-hmm. i i really do i i think that the the key thing is to consistently also be managing your goals and and know your number or know your goal. Like if your number is monetary, then know when you have achieved that goal. That's what I failed at. You know, Lauren and I had a goal. I well surpassed that goal and I was still going. And and that's just the hedonic treadmill. Yes. That's just, you know, getting on that treadmill and just achieving to achieve, not knowing what you're achieving for, just going, 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 well, going, it's going. like what you just said. Like, you're like, you almost hit 245 yesterday. You should go in and do it again today. Right. That's me. That's Carlos <laughs> Escanilla at his finest. Right. And uh, and yeah. So and, and so I jumped on that hedonic treadmill, which is the that is one of the key triggers to throwing everything off balance is, you know, there's that documentary. It's called Happy. Um, it's from, I forget what year it's from now. It's definitely on Netflix. I know it's still on Netflix because I showed it in a workshop the other day. But there's this like correlation between income and happiness and how the income can keep growing. But the happiness stalls. The happiness stalls out. Yeah. So so it's really interesting because uh, w- when we don't know our number, when we I was at a meeting the other day with with a group of entrepreneurs and 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 that's that was my I, that's what I was preaching to them and I was I was sharing with them like the difficulties I had been having and I said you got to know your number which I'm not saying you limit the amount of money you make but there's a certain point where you change the way of how you make it so if you can. If if your lifestyle is you know a six figure lifestyle, great. If but if you can organically without compromising your wellness wheel, you can organically make a million dollars. Great for you. I'm not saying limit the amount of money you make. Just be careful in how you do it, uh, and and without losing balance mm-hmm. of everything else. And that's and and I think that that's really important. It's important to always be. And, and not only with money, but everything else, knowing what your goals are, like listening to the podcast that we recorded last week. You're right. I have no fitness goals. I have nutrition goals. I don't have fitness goals. I don't have specific, mm-hmm. measurable, you know, uh, time bound. 
right? Um, fitness goals. Like fitness performance. Or fitness performance goals, right? Yeah. So it's like, oh, so that, that's another area where I'm just I'm just going to keep going okay and going. It's okay not to have things and you're either. Right. Like, listen, Absolutely. I have it's no, okay. Like, just like, I don't have, like, my, new, my goal when it comes to nutrition has nothing to do with the way that I look. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I know that I feel better when I'm super consistent and I'm eating correctly and I'm doing everything right. You know, which is why, like, you know, when I do, you know, when I when I vary off, there's going to be a time when I'm probably not like I know that I'll lift today because if I would have done any kind of like high intensity interval training for a long period of time, like CrossFit style class today, I probably would have done shitty because of all the pizza that I had last night. Right. I, and I understand and you that. you would know that. You, but you would yeah, be, yeah, correct. you would be insightful to that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But, oh, by the way, I wanted to share this with you. What? I think that today is the 180th day alcohol-free. Look at that. I, I'm about to verify right at this moment. 181 days. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's like six months, right? Yeah. Ish. Yeah. Tomorrow, I mean, if you were to divvy it up, 365 divided by two, it's like 182 point something. So okay. I guess tomorrow would officially be the, by the time this podcast gets released, I will have passed the six month mark. And? Feel amazing. No interest in drinking. And I'm having a great time with that. I mean, that's, that's just, I'm just glad I dropped that all together and I don't see myself drinking anytime soon. And I'm never going to say I'm never going to drink again because I'm not in recovery. That's a and pitfall too. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. I think telling I, people I, that like, I'm never going to do this again is an automatic it, like. Oh yeah, I, I agree. It's like, it's like <laughs> I feel like. I know how this is going to sound, but I'm going to say it anyways. I feel like the moment that you say shit like that out loud, the universe is going to be like, oh, really? And it's not only the universe. It's it's the the four-year-old, oh, really? the 13-year-old inside us yeah. that automatically turns oppositional. Yeah. So we and, and we're like that. Even at, all adults are like that, where if you say you're never going to do this again, the first thought is, oh, yeah, tequila. watch me. Tequila. Tequila. Right. Tequila. Exactly. Tequila. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fireball. Thank you. Is that your shit? No, no. I hate oh. that. Yeah, but, 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 um. But yeah, I mean, that's I, I, that's why I try to be sensitive to the people in recovery, you know, so I, I that's why I'm never going to be like, well, I'm not recovery. So, you know, so I don't so I tr I've tried to find a way to gently insinuate, OK, well, I'm not saying I'm never going to drink again. I'm just alcohol free for you now. Feel great, and you feel great. I feel great. You want to keep feeling great. Exactly. So you're going to keep doing the things exactly. that make you feel good for going forward. But if the holidays come around and I have a beer, I'm not going to beat myself up over it because I'm not in recovery. However, my goal is one year. So that will be March 30th. Okay. So I'm keeping my eyes on the prize with that. There you go. Yeah. But my point was, is that that has a lot to do with how I felt in the gym as well. So uh -huh. it's food, it's the alcohol, you know, it's like that all, when you eat right, you feel different in the gym. Yeah. Right. And it's all that balance too. Like all of that is balancing because you've earned that pizza at the same time. So I'm glad you enjoyed it. I hope you did. I'm living vicariously through you on that pizza. I'm visualizing how it tastes. I'm supportive of your goals and I did not send you pictures of the pizza. Oh man. So I feel like that was me helping you out. You're you know welcome. what? <laughs> you know what? I don't think I'll fall off the wagon if you send me pictures. Nah, dude. That's send sabotage. Me pictures. Send that me pictures, so man. That's so fucking sabotage. Yeah, all right. All you can't just like be like, hey, look at this amazing greasy pizza. That it wasn't yeah. greasy at all. It was actually fucking delicious. Like, I'm not gonna lie. What's the place called? It's called Apizza. Okay, where's it located again? It's in the Redbird Shopping Center, okay. right next to Matsuri and on Bird their... Road and 57th Avenue Southwest. Perfect. And what are their hours? 
Are um, they open now? You know, I, can I go now? I, I, I'm just kidding. <laughs> pretty sure you can. <laughs> I'm just joking. Pretty I'm sure just messing can. around. I'm just messing around. So I um, I feel great about where we went today. Yeah, it was good. Yes, and necessary. And I think that. Well, I'm really, really happy that we talked about the point of that men and women both struggle with this. And I think that we need to step away from, from, you know, and, and again, I'm going to say it again, cause I always try to be sensitive and there's people not in Miami listening to us. So I want to make sure that I'm clear that, uh, that that was a culture specific reference. I, you know, I grew up in an Hispanic household and we live in Miami with a lot of people from Carlos, the we, Latin all community. We, all we ever do is talk about our experience. Ex- and I know we that can we, do. we, maybe have a tendency of taking, you know, of not saying that enough. And we live in a climate, now where it's important to you know have to say that out loud which is for another conversation but yes guys we only talk we come from a place that is literally our experience absolutely yeah and we don't speak for anybody else's experience ever right absolutely and and that's and and that's why i enjoy this podcast because i'm not here to, to work right so I've had you know I've had people say oh I've listened to your podcast but I'm not really getting a lot of like the mental health thing from you and I'm like oh I'm like well good that I, you would have to book an appointment for that <laughs> you know like you know like this yeah, is bitch, like, it's not for free yeah like like I, I love how people think that my career is portable like if I go play basketball right now and somebody's like oh I'm glad I ran into you I'm having this issue with my anxiety I'm like dude like I, I can play basketball if I wanted to and not have to talk about my job right you shoot hoops huh you shoot hoops i don't even know why i use that example because i (laughs) never (laughs) i never play basketball all i do is play all i do all i do is play i was gonna say play crossfit all all i ever do is just crossfit Oh man! Oh God, Carlos, where can they find us online? They can find us. Our Instagram is at Moaka Media. Uh, my Instagram handle is Carlos Escanilla underscore LMHC. I'm George I Sanchez on Instagram, and um, our email is Moaka Media at gmail.com. And thank you for your messages. Please, if you enjoy, if you're enjoying uh, what you're listening to and what we have provided, please go to iTunes, give us a five star rating, throw us a little comment, um, and and we'll and any questions, comments, or concerns, we'd be more than happy to reply to you and and address it. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Me too. All right. Anything else, George? No. All right, guys. Until next week. Bye. Bye.